John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. And this is the High Game Podcast, John. The High Game Podcast, yes. What do we talk about, John? Oh, anniversaries, birthdays, and various milestones. Two years. Two years. 104 episodes. How many weeks have we missed? None. None weeks. Zero weeks missed. That is not bad, I would say. In two years, pretty good. We did it. And we're here in our separate bunkers in West Seattle. I'm in the High Gain South bunker. I'm in the High Gain North bunker up on higher ground. Here in beautiful West Seattle. Beautiful. It's getting to be springy, and I love it. I've got a pretty decent base tan. (laughs) Yeah. Sit out, maybe have a beverage or a cup of coffee in the sun, and so over time that kind of accrues. Sure. I look healthy. Even though I have the yard and could go out there, I choose not to. I've been inside, and I like it that way. (laughs) I have everything I need inside. You don't want to go outside and risk who knows what flying around. Right, exactly. You've got the bases covered. Yeah. Our podcast is two years old. So how are you feeling, Ed, about the two years? Oh, great. My guitar collection has very nearly in the two years done a hundred percent turnover the explorer is the only guitar i have today on the electric side that i had two years ago how about that that's weird this podcast is dangerous you know we get our hands on these things and a lot of them have been for sale and that's led to some turnover in the inventory what about you I have added guitars to the fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's been fun having things come in and go out. Yeah. One kind of good thing with doing this remote, I actually haven't played a new guitar in, what, six weeks or something? 
John beverages. That was brutal. <laughs> oh my god. That was wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, good job. Bill Haley in the comments, rock around the clock. Sure. Why not? 1955. Okay. So we're gonna rock. Yeah, yeah. Around the clock, Ed. You got a beverage today? I do. What do you got? I am sticking with the Orca. Okay. Delicious vintage Americana Cherry Cola. Oh, those are really good. Handcrafted. Fuck. I said last week that I was going to send Jan an email, and I didn't do it. I need to get Jan on the horn from Orca Beverages. It says here that early soft drinks, or quote, tonics, were brewed in a variety of flavors. Mm. Our extracts and flavor ingredients are brewed to duplicate the authentic production methods of yesteryear. How about that? <laughs> Duplicating yesteryear. I have a Jaharitos mango. <laughs> Kev Boyface is going to be disappointed in your pronunciation. No, I put the H in there like he said. <laughs> Jaharitos. <laughs> Natural flavor with real sugar. That's all it says. They don't need any fancy slogan earring. Heche in Mexico. That's cool. You speak Spanish? <laughs> Clearly. I noticed that the red high-gain message light is blinking here. You know the one we have down here? It's kind of like the bat phone. In high-gain central? Yeah, absolutely. It tells me that somebody has dialed into high-gain central. I'm ready. All right. Hello. Thank you for calling. This message is our way of saying we appreciate your call. Please leave a brief message. The person you are trying to contact checks this machine frequently. Hey guys, this is Frank Gross, Uncle Frank from Thunder Road Guitars, wishing the high gain a happy anniversary, two years. What an awesome podcast. I hope you guys are listening. Hey, <laughs> it's Uncle Frank. I didn't know Uncle Frank would be dialing in. That's pretty funny. That is great. Yeah. How's my guy Frank doing? Frank is doing pretty good. He's got a black face covering. Cool. That he rocks with his black Ray-Ban sunglasses. Hell yeah. Frank is working on Thunder Road, the building, right? He is. Viewers to the podcast will know that we get a lot of our guitars from Uncle Frank over there at Thunder Road Guitars. Yep. And that year ago, maybe, something like that, Frank bought himself a building and now is expanding. So the store will someday be much larger than it is now. Yeah. Can't be now because, you know, the quarantine and such. They were going to be doing some demo anyway. And if the shop has got to be closed for expansion, now's maybe the right time to do that. You mean if the shop has to be closed because of the corona anyway? Or vice versa. Either way, that works. <laughs> if the shop has to be closed anyway for expansion, you might as well have corona? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% what I was saying. Yes. You do what you need to do. Clearly, that's what I meant. <laughs> what else is going on? What else is going on? Yeah. We finally cracked one of the socials we've been uh, trying to crack for a while. Oh, yeah? Which one? Spotify. Yes. So, viewers, we and all our episodes are on Spotify. Knock yourself out. The high gain. Yeah. Weirdly, like, for whatever reason, we submitted a couple times and they were being dumb. But lovely people over there, and apparently they saw the light. Yeah. Two years in, and they were ready to let us go. 
Yep. Way to go, Spotify. Those Swedes. Are they? Spotify is based in Stockholm, Sweden. Huh. That's pretty cool. Socialism. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Right about now, I think people are starting to see that, hey, maybe some of these social programs are not so terrible. Maybe a robust social infrastructure is not so bad. A social contract? Yeah. Yeah. A thing with us being remote like this is, you know what I don't know again? What? I don't know what the guitar is. Oh, you don't? No idea. Play it again. Is this guitar semi-hollow, hollow body? It is a solid body. It is. Okay. Hey, as long as we're doing the you can't see me. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. How many pickups does this guitar have in? Make it sound different. Okay. (laughs) Two? One. Really? I was rolling a tone switch around. Is it a Supro? It is not. Well, it's not a Junior because we've done that before. (laughs) Fuck. This game is dumb. This, Ed, is a 1978 Fender Music Master guitar. Okay. It is my jam in that it's the black on black. I really like this. Yeah. Tell me about it. It was in the 1950s, Ed. Great. In 1955, that song I played for the beverages, Rock Around the Clock. Bill Haley, sure. That spent most of that year at the top of the charts. Okay. Gets noticed by everybody the world over as this new kind of music. Sure. Among them, our man Don Randall. You know Don Randall? Mm. Donnie Rand? <laughs> DR? I don't know him. Oh. 1917 to 2008. That's fine. That's fine? Well, I mean, 1917. Good Lord. He was around for a little while. He was an oldie guy. It was him and Leo Fender that were the principals at Fender from the earliest days. Our man Don was the sales and marketing genius behind Fender. Right. Every guitar and amp you can think of, Yeah. he came up with the name for them. Really? All the classic stuff. With the exception of the precision bass, which was kind of like a Leo-Don collab. On the naming tip? On the naming tip, yeah. Okay. It was Leo that was like, look, see, I put frets on it. It makes finding your note more precise. Mm. And that's when Don was like, well, let's just call it a precision bass then. So there you go. Yeah. You know that whole deal where they started the Telecaster by calling it a broadcaster and then got sued? Oh, yeah. That was Don. Right, of course. On occasion, maybe Don likes to kind of borrow names from people. I don't know. Sure. Maybe he didn't know. Oh, come on. You don't think? (laughs) The best case you can make, then, is that Don Randall did zero due diligence in his marketing efforts. If you were to cut him the most amount of slack possible, it's that he was just shitty at his job. Diligent Don? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Don likes naming shit. Oh, he loves it. He's all Mad Men style. He's got that suit on, a little skinny tie. 
Totally. You know all those ads like, you won't part with yours either, your fender. Right, right. People on beaches and surfing and jumping out of airplanes. That's all dumb. Of course. So in 1955, Ed? Yeah. When Bill Haley is hanging out on the charts? Sure. Don, he's watching the fads, and he starts realizing, huh, all the kids are into this new Rocky Rolly thing. Great. He's mid-late 30s at this point, right? Born in 17? Yeah. Okay. He thinks, we're going to want to equip the kids to be like Bill Haley. Hey, Leo. He turns over to Leo. Leo's busy, like, you know. Science and shit. Yeah. He says, hey, Leo, I need you to start work on a new student guitar design. Smaller for littler hands. Something uh, that's less expensive for the parents. Yes. So Leo starts designing in 55. Yep. He designs this Music Master. And it's brother, the Duo Sonic. Same body, same neck, same everything. Only difference is one versus two pickups. By 56, it's out. The Music Master guitar. Why did he name it the Music Master, by the way? Don Randall has said, because, quote, it sounded kind of cute. <laughs> sure. That sounds cute. How much you think it was in 1956 when introduced? I'm starting to hate this game. Oh, I want to say $142. You know, you are very close, Ed. Yeah? It was $119. Oh my God, that is not bad. That's not bad at all. This is my favorite game. Of course. <laughs> so that's, you know, round about, you know, 1100 bucks. I think last week when we did it, I was like off by a factor of 10 or something crazy. Like, it made me very upset, but I'm back on my shit now. What was that number you said? 142 maybe and you said it was like 118 the duo sonic the the one with the two pickups oh yeah 149 oh my god i'm so good at this game you're right in there <laughs> I'm man i'm so good at it <laughs> <laughs> and the bodies for these were routed for two pickups regardless of if it was going to be the single or dual pickup model oh no kidding so you could just drop a different pick guard on there and have the two pickup model you certainly could Nobody would be the wiser except for the headstock, which says Music Master on it. But even that would be cool, have a two-pickup Music Master, you know? That would be pretty cool. This is what I'm saying, John. It's spanky. The pickup is neck position. Yeah. Okay. So that was 1956 they came out, and they did pretty well. Ian Curtis was born in 1956. Who's that? The lead singer of Joy Division, R.I.P. Damn shame. Uh, Randy Rhodes was born in 56. Randy Rhodes? 56, yeah. You know that, right? Wow. Yeah, I know. In 56, 25 people were hospitalized after a melee at a Bill Haley concert. Oh, my goodness. In Asbury Park, New Jersey. Hooligans. You know what else is in 1956? No. This redounds to the benefit of us all, I think. <laughs> redounds to the benefit of us all? The passage of the Refrigerator Safety Act. Oh, so it couldn't lock? All refrigerators had to be magnetically sealed. Huh. Too many kids going in a fridge and not coming out? Yep. Okay. In 1964, Ed. Yeah. Our guys over at Ford? Yeah. 
they release the Mustang. Right. Of course. Of course. Ford releases the Mustang. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at this job. The only reason I mention it is because with all these kinds of incremental updates they had been doing to the Music Master and the Duo Sonic over the years, they decide finally to upgrade and consolidate their beginner student guitar design thing. And this is the year they want to do it. They want a longer scale, a tremolo system. They want to do all this stuff. So they consolidate these ideas into one guitar that they release in 1964. The Mustang? Yes! <laughs> so there goes our man Don Randall. Huh, what should I call this thing? Oh, look at this new car. Again, minimum effort, lack of due diligence, failing upward. <laughs> failing up. <laughs> Right? That's what I'm getting out of this. Mediocre white dude. Guitar design imperialism. Ruling the world. Not an original thought in his head, either. I don't know. What's his deal? He is no Don Draper, is what I'm saying. They kept the Music Master and Duo Sonic around a little bit longer, and they slapped their Roman numeral 2 on each of those. Mm. So for a while, you could get a Music Master 2 and or a Duo Sonic 2. When was that? 64 when they introduced the mustang weird but it's interesting to note that on those music master and duo sonics number two they used the new mustang body and the new mustang neck so it had a larger headstock it had the longer scale so the duo sonic 2 is essentially a mustang with a hardtail with a hardtail and the electronics are different right no the duo sonic 2 had the phase switches oh really yeah. Weird. Hot tip, viewers. If you want a Fender Mustang, but without the tremolo, look for a Duosonic 2. Yeah. How long did they make that? The Duosonic 2 and the Music Master 2? Yeah. 82, thereabouts, when they were replaced with the lead models. You know those ones? Yes. Lead and lead 2. Not a huge fan of those. I don't think. Maybe I've never played one. I just kind of in my brain, I think they're kind of crappy, but. Hear the octave kind of? Yeah, what's the, what's the pedal? What's the fuzz? That is the Earthquaker device's life pedal. Oh, uh, sure. Good for riffy stuff. Real riffy boy. Our uh, wet sound. Ooh. How's that for weird? That is the Electroharmonics Holier Grail Reverb Pedal. It's the big form factor boy. Got it. And you've got that live pedal. And maybe a 1981 on there too. Should I put the 81 on top of the Holier Grail and the live pedal? <laughs> All three of them? Sure. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Here is without the 81 pedal. Okay, I'm about to turn on the 81 pedal. Should I crank it? Yeah, you should. Mm -hmm. 
that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that that octavy thing is very I, I like that a lot. Only play it that way. Yeah, the life pedal, very good. Absolutely. This guitar, Ed? Yeah. It found favor into the 70s and 80s and 90s. Sure. Because it does pack a punch for what it is, this here music master. Yep. David Byrne used it in the 70s. Patti Smith. Liz Fair played it almost exclusively on her debut album. Yep. The fellas in Ween played these things. I know you like the Ween. I do. I do. I like them a lot. Even Jimi Hendrix... Way back in his days as a sideman for groups like the Isley Brothers, was known to wield a duosonic. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I've seen those pictures, but I'm sure they're out there, right? Yes. Okay. Some of the recordings are even out there, too. Sure. These were kind of the, what would you call them, like the everyman's offset? Yeah, totally. At a time when maybe the Jazz Master was going to be too expensive for the average person to buy, this became an alternative. Later on, maybe a lot of these things get relegated to like garage sales and pawn shops. Yeah, there's a really great picture of Hendrix. Is it a Duosonic or a Music Master? Music Master. It's like a right-handed, and he just has it flipped. <laughs> cool. He looks very like kind of high school kid almost. Okay, so 104 guitars we've done. 104 episodes, Ed. Pretty good, John. Congratulations to you, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, John. Uh, John's got the soundboard game. Super hot. Yeah. (laughs) Great. And isn't it nice to know that there's yet another place where people can go to find the high gain? Oh, my God. Hit up that Spotify, everybody. Absolutely. Now, people can find us on any platform, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Right? We're everywhere. I'm going to get that TikTok channel going. <laughs> Making up dances. and Exactly. Dance around with our guitars and stuff. That'll be great. I can't wait. Warning. I have no shame. No. Uh, where can they find us? Where else? On our actual website, thehighgain.com. Sure. They could go to the Facebook or maybe the Twitters. Or the Instagram, even. Sure. LinkedIn. Pinterest. You love the Pinterest, Ed. I know you. Send us an email at thehighgainpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, patreon.com slash thehighgain. YouTube. YouTube. Can we make it another couple of years, John? I think so. 208 episodes? Sure would be nice. <laughs> well, until next week, Ed. Yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> you too, John. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.